I don't mean to correct you, but it's actually a Macintosh operating system. Uh, it hurts. <laughs> I'm not sure I get that one. The latest OS is called Hellcap. No! <laughs> well, that just ruined my whole story. Never mind. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I can't. So well, one of the one we'll of the in post. Of course we will. Well, I think we're possibly reaching critical mass with the number of of um, cheeks to toilets mm. at the moment. You know. Yeah. That. Uh, now that ratio is getting getting pretty close. There. Since I broke the one, yeah, it's all your fault. The never stopping flush. No, it wouldn't flush. Oh, that's even lately. <laughs> I had to apply the. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, I knew that a, a toilet operated on the siphon principle. So yeah, a little lesson. Took the bucket bucket of water to it. <laughs> so you just kind of like did a flash dance moment where you just poured on top of the toilet and it just. I got on top of the toilet and then poured the bucket on top of myself. <laughs> very, yes, very much like Flashdance. <sighs> oh, dear. Boy, that burst of adrenaline <laughs> when he hit that flusher and nothing happens. <laughs> nothing oh. quite like it. <laughs> it reminds me of, of uh, watching Danica Patrick crash into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Just let go of the wheel. You know what was fun in my last office? The bathrooms. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with this segue. <laughs> Speaking of toilets. <laughs> hey, what do they call that? A, a, uh, an upper deck or something? An upper deck. Yeah. It wasn't quite that. It's an upper fancy, decker. But he had to walk right by the receptionist to get to the bathroom. So she got to know everybody's schedules. <laughs> <laughs> and so you try not to make eye contact. <laughs> so I'd try to shake it up a bit, and I would uh, take my notebook and walk out as if I was going to a meeting, <laughs> go to the other building and borrow their facilities, <laughs> and come back. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no meeting. Well, you meant to drop the kids off at the pool. Right, yeah. Bring your log book. <laughs> Perfect place to log your dumps and dump your logs. <laughs> Does Field Notes make one of those? Believe, believe <laughs> could probably talk me into it. Well, we're talking about competitive solitaire. Yeah. Competitive solitaire. He was saying they wanted to watch more bocce ball on TV. Yeah, like Winter League mm-hmm. bocce ball. Mm-hmm. We could start televising our events. That'd be cool. And yeah. I was saying that what I really want on ESPN is competitive solitaire. Because I was thinking we could go down the lines of like the most competitive toss. Mm-hmm. And then have some like sayings for like, um, you know, specific moves. Oh, kind of man. Thing. Sports announcing for... Mm-hmm. Bocce ball. Can you imagine? I mean, some of the stuff I've heard. I remember watching the game when Mario Lemieux came back to the Penguins, um, and the announcer was just so giddy. He he. Uh, the, the camera was going through the, the crowd and fell on Mrs. Lemieux, and he goes, "Look, look, there's Mrs. Lemieux. She wants to sell my monkey." Yep. <laughs> and then they threw an octopus onto the water. That was later when they threw the ah. octopus on. But then uh, then he informed us all that we were welcome to shave his face with the rusty razor. Some of, the, some of the expressions that sports announcers drop are just fantastic. And can you imagine, what? like, what would some of the ones be for bocce ball? What do you think, John? What would what would be some of the things that you'd hear from uh, sports announcers who were announcing uh, professional competitive bocce ball? Uh, well, hang on a second. Semi-professional. Semi-professional. Oh, yes. Semi-professional. It starts somewhere. There's like a triple A league. Mm-hmm. 
We'll definitely have to be argumentative because those guys never agree with each other. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Bob. Well, that, that was, was a nice toss. Uh, I'm not so sure there. Not so sure there. Yeah. What do you mean? It seemed like a little flat on top. Get uh, soccer announcers in their off season. Yeah. And he's like, toss! <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. We'll see the term when you actually uh, land on the, the target ball. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just know the sound it makes. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's the sound yeah. of content. I believe that's an Argo. I believe that's an air raid. <laughs> an air raid. Yeah, that would be fun. He just dropped a bomb. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> One of my favorite moves is to throw the ball as hard as I can at the the white at the white ball to knock the white ball away with my ball. Mm. It's a very aggressive move because everyone's kind of trying to spin it and, you know, aerate on top of it. And then I just walk in there. Well, and do the, uh, the fast pitch softball route mm. where you do the wind up and just launch it as opposed to the arc and drop. Yeah. Well, Dave has to move his fire Saturn first before we, uh, <laughs> I think, I think since FIFA has uh, banned the um, semi-professional bocce ball. Be a, a perfect place to reintroduce the vuvuzela. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. which would go quite well with the Irish announcers. The Irish soccer. Figure out, yeah. Like, Dad, look what I got. Like, what about those can you believe they were selling this the dollar store? <laughs> oh, it was half off. <laughs> Burning it down. I hope this entire last segment you splice in the boo cello just groaning over uh, it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be some crowd noise. <laughs> we should actually learn the proper terms for bocce ball, though. You know, like we should. I, I bet you there's probably a term for the things you throw at the what I'm assuming the bocce ball is the white ball, but maybe that's not the bocce ball. Maybe the bocce are the things you're throwing. And then guy. continue to butcher them. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. what they're called. I have no idea. And there's probably. It'd be fun to know. I think, I think we need to find all of the technical fouls too. Well, I believe mm. the I believe the target the target ball is called uh, the blanco. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. No, really? I am not serious at all. <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's an opportunity to really elevate announcing in general, sports announcing in general, because absolutely. we enforced a uh, a format, a protocol of right. a rap battle. It oh. would be the ideal time. <laughs> To kind of push that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna have to uh, end each one of one of the uh, sayings with TM. Yeah, you know, otherwise, otherwise, we're at risk of curling jumping on board and and taking over all mm-hmm. of it. that or a joke That's about true. your mother. This is true. Absolutely, <laughs> lock that doggy in the barn because here comes the air raid. <laughs> <laughs> little, little John, I'm gonna have to disagree with you, right? <laughs> I believe that one was the nut tap. The nut tap? <laughs> there needs to be an English meter, too. Like, a rating scale to determine the approximate amount of English that was placed upon said ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, that looks like a nine on the, you know, he, he delivered a nine English. A nine English? This yeah. is true. There yeah, needs to be an English scale. And then the wind-up could be juggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Juggling the handballs. Then you've got you've got perfect expressions like you know I haven't seen an air raid that intense since the bombing of London. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> that yeah. should be points for a form and for trash talk for sure. Oh, definitely. Mm. 
So you could technically win the game, but your trash talking form was much better. So yeah, you take the match. Yeah, well, it was it was easy once I imagined that the Blanca was your mom. <laughs> yeah, that would come into play. <laughs> uh, well played, sir. Yeah, I, then I, it was I, easy to hit on it. <laughs> there it is. Oh, I got closest to your mom. <laughs> This talk of semi-professional sports and no mention of competitive stenciling. Oh, man. Yeah, I was really into that. I hate to bring that up again after the ugliness. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, I was really into that for a long time, um, but well, well, I had to step away. Yeah, we really needed standards for that. Mm-hmm. And now that we got John, mm-hmm. standards and protocol are... He can be the editor. That's kind of what you do, yeah. I got, I got too wrapped up thing. in it. Yeah, starting causing trouble at home. Went in deep with the competitive stenciling underground. And <laughs> yep. All the sports betting. All the rays. <laughs> you got too high. Mm-hmm. Too close to the sun. <laughs> like Icarus. Yeah, Gabe knows all about amateur injections. No, <laughs> yeah. You got to watch out because you might end up with a strange Mexican butt lump. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's bad. Is this a story of... Yeah, you have to actually <laughs> listen to the podcast to hear it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, we can't rehash it, but no. this is, you know, we're bringing it all together in this one. It's Implants gone wrong? No, 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 no. I think it's probably going to be a future pro- podcast, which then is summarized in later podcasts. Yeah. It's a Mexican... <laughs> you guys really don't care about revisited temporal chronology, do we? No, we'll go... No, no. We only have so much material. We only have one rule. Never talk about technology. That's right. Yeah. Which we broke in episode two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got close this time, is, but we saved it. Is episode two a future episode or a past episode? Depends how you look at the timeline. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a post Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Cuts and callbacks and jumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Machine guns on legs, that kind of thing. Or as legs. Follow the Easter eggs. Oh. It does explain the large staff that's working on continuity. Yeah. I'm concerned about that. Well, it's interesting. Interesting with the time shift where, you know, we're doing a podcast, but we have no idea when it might release. So we could talk about the most recent upcoming holiday. (laughs) This one will actually probably launch just after the most recent upcoming holiday. Uh, Where, you know, you get candy, potentially. No. Candy or gifts. potential for candy. (laughs) Only the good kids get candy. There you go. Yeah. It's the one where your parents give you an orange and a sock. Or just <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Nothing that we talk about here is fictional. <laughs> we well, it depends on everything. where you're at in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the time this releases, that might be real. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes according to plan. Uh, if, I, if I believe it's strong enough, apparently. Yeah, I, I codified John's law. It's... Uh, the degree of strength of an assertion by John is inversely proportional to its accuracy. Mm. I explained the John's law to my wife, and um, in explaining it, I think I may have invalidated. Oh crap! <laughs> I don't. I'm very confused now. Did you follow it up immediately by this statement is a lie? I said, "Well, I don't know. That may or may not be true." Well, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. So okay. that pretty much covers me. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm gonna say, do you believe in the law? Because we don't, we don't have to worry about anything that you you put a disclaimer on. <laughs> it's the stuff that you state emphatically, black and white. This is how it is. Exactly, and because you stated it, I, I'm pretty. Immu- it's immune to the law itself. Mm-hmm. If I state it myself, then it's a problem. 
but that originated with you. So we're safe in me being completely without value in all my statements. So it sounds like you possibly have two clauses to the law. You only need one more in order to destroy the world. I need a third We clause. need the Santa Claus. There you go. <laughs> well, like the robot law. Oh, okay. There you go. Because you got three laws in there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't order them in the correct order. Oh, so we just need arbitrary. And there's our XKCD reference for the episode. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got it. I heard back from legal. We may have some issues. Oh. Chirpers. Oh, yeah. They have some concerns. Some concerns, yeah. Mostly around the labor and the delivery of the crickets and pretty much the whole thing. Mm. But well, instead of going to going to re- <laughs> mostly with going, the words that we spoke. <laughs> well, instead of going to a retail market, maybe we can do distribution That's at, or go directly into fast food or not fast food, but uh, frozen food. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, mm-hmm. just got to get our distribution supply line sorted out. Well, that way we can hide the child labor in the distribution stream. If (laughs) what I meant to say was the labor, (laughs) the labor concerns. (laughs) You mean Uh, provide activities for the wards? That's right. Yeah, there you go. If I if I read the the document, they're life skill training. Yes, vocational. And if we franchise vocational training, and if we franchise, and those franchise owner uh, participants can find two people underneath them. (laughs) <laughs> and the two people underneath them, you see. You have a reverse funnel. It's not a pyramid scheme, it's it's multi-level marketing. This yeah, is true. Right. Yeah. I'm just totally above board. Actually we haven't had a, hey, a Pamantha update in a while. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pamantha's doing great. Sleeping through the night. I wish my kids would sleep through the night. Yeah, no. I, she, I wish I could sleep through the night. Yeah. It, I can't wait until she could talk so she can give me some advice. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it probably involves bosoms. So, oh, you know. Most of my talking, too. Yeah. So how Fit was right the, in here. How was the water birth? It was actually cool. Like, it was actually way cool because I didn't have to do really anything. I just sat around and just looked busy <laughs> pretty much. Don't make eye contact. Yeah, don't make eye contact with anybody. <laughs> There wasn't any bailing involved? No, no bailing. Just two midwives and yeah, my, and my wife in a tub full of water. I believe the Euro English is midwiferators. Midwiferators, mm-hmm. yeah. They midwiferated the crap out of that. Yeah, that sounds about They right. exercised their actorness. Was there like a uniform involved? Because like in, in my mind, I have them wearing like something elaborate with a turban. That'd be cool. Not a candy striper? <laughs> candy striper <laughs> now midwife? That's no, a much better thing. It's an improvement. That'd be awesome. No, they just wore regular clothes and no burkas. Nothing crazy like that. Did they wash their hands? I think so. That's bad luck. Washing your hands is bad luck. Wooden clogs. No. No, nothing no cool clogs. like that. It was crazy. It just baby popped out and they grabbed it and here's your baby and all right. It would be hilarious if they showed up in hip waders. <laughs> Yeah. Ready? Who's ready to do this? Either here for a delivery or the cranberry farmers that got lost. It's <laughs> professional and practical. Yeah, it is. One of them's wearing an eye patch. <laughs> Don't ask about that, Sonny. <laughs> we were talking about doing the dry hop process crickets earlier. Mm-hmm. We threw Delicious. up your 
brew up your thing and throw them in there. Now, would you use live or frozen or powder? Mm. What's going to get you the most consistent flavor? You want to use a little bit of each. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's kind of like when you're doing a beer, you use. Um, you often will put in like a cheesecloth bag. You'll put in some actual grain as well <laughs> as the malt. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it also depends on on what you're trying to achieve on the ICU mm-hmm. scale for the international cricket units. Mm-hmm. The more you want, the the you, know, you use different processes for each, right? You know, you have to boil them at a certain certain uh, time if you're using whole crickets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> or if you're dry hopping with crickets, you know, uh, during primary or secondary fermentation, all these things are uh, variables which we can experiment. Do they have to be dead? Good point. They were right. at some point. Yeah, but I'm just saying... You're going to they... capture more of the aromatics if they're live. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You have a lot of terpenes, which are... And it would be like... Carbon molecule. <clears throat> and it would be like an extended release as well if they're if they're alive. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a soup bone. Because as they break down... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Or bay leaf. Then you really get the, <laughs> the full body... Um, oh, that makes sense. You know, because you're drinking it. I, I'm thinking that uh, the more we talk about it, that the proper beer glass for it would be one of the rose glasses because then it has that bowl to really trap all the aromas in there. What I think we should try to capture is how many people unsubscribe from the podcast. If, if we stop talking about crickets? that's possible. So I, I think it's safe to say that we have a strong correlation, crickets and subscribers. This is true. Point. This, is, this is true. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> make any sort of temporal <laughs> mistakes here. <laughs> Just so quick, quickly bring, bring finances into it. <laughs> oh wait. Uh, hopefully I didn't just invoke John's law. That's what I'm saying. Bring finances into it. <laughs> what about a cricket sickle? Mm. I think like we need a you know, it's hot out in the summer. You need something you can just reach in the freezer and grab. Something that's maybe not quite so sweet as a popsicle. I was thinking sickle, like the Russian sickle. Mm. <laughs> the harvest. And I'm like, what? <laughs> or or sickle. Um, huh. Just to save on cost so we don't have to keep getting all the little, you know, wood tongue depressors. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If we could figure out how to get it in like an Otterbot or Otterpop type form. Mm-hmm. Liquefaction is really a push pop. here. But really what you're talking about is a uh, crickle sh- cricket shandy. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and if um, I think to render them down like that, it's, it's just yeah. a matter of finding the right fr- uh, frequency to shake, in a, shake anything at the right frequency. Sonic blender. Mm-hmm. Cricket palmer. The, the key mm-hmm. is, is getting a nice homogenous soup-like outcome from the, the cricket puree. I'm guessing their natural frequency, if we record them chirping prior to the sonication, we could know what kind of the carrier frequency should be. Uh Just play that back. (laughs) Sonification. We're using EU English in several places here this episode. All right. I think distribution is going to be a tough sell on that. Ideally, you're going to want to mass market the, the cricket sickle. It needs a catchy title, too. The crickle. Crickle. I think as as long as we are able to, uh, you know, transport the material as a, uh, something that's more industrial product Mm -hmm. with a, you know, material safety and handling sheet, Mm -hmm. and then use regional distributors, we would be able to handle a lot of the uh, legality that would... Mm -hmm might be inflicted by coming under federal scrutiny by shipping across state lines, for example. Can you transport live insects across state lines? Maybe. If they're for a purpose related to the feed of livestock uh, or pets, yes. What if we just dump a bunch of them out in the field and then scare them across the border? Yeah. 
That that was my that was how I was telling my sister she needs to bring her crow to Canada when she moves there. Is just release it on the one side of the U.S. border and then quickly drive across and then yeah, call it, it came over. across on zone volition <laughs> in uh, <laughs> international airspace. Yeah, <laughs> your laws don't apply here. At that point, is it technically a pet? My sister's crow. Is a pet. Not when it was in the air, and then when she catches it again. Then. Mm-hmm. So technically, she's not breaking. <laughs> well, it was it was a lost pet, and she found, found it, it again, again in Canada. Isn't that good? That's I good. know. So is it a crow or she's, a raven? Is there a difference? Yeah, there's a difference. I think it's a rook. So you know how there's like the the sporting of falconing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to envision what that would be like with crowing. You know, I believe it's called murdering. Murdering. <laughs> well, no, murdering. a group a group of crows is a, is yeah. a murder. Uh, oh. But um, it's not crowing, it's crooning. Crooning. And it's got a long... And, <laughs> and really, I, I, I got a feeling like the only thing that would be bringing back would be like half-eaten cheeseburgers and, and french fries. shiny objects. Shiny objects, yeah. Shiny, yeah. <laughs> this glass. What's with the pile of keys? Well, you know. The yeah. spring has a finger on it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to go out murdering. I mean, crying. <laughs> crying. Crooning. Crooning. Dang it. We could probably coin a collective noun for people who practice that sport of crows. Like mm. Sinatra's? Mm. Ooh. Sinatra's, yeah. Sinatra of crooners. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Boy. All right. So or a buble. <laughs> a buble. I don't know. I don't know how far when we get from Hoboken on this. Oh. Well, the Hoboken is when you crash a drone into another person's shins. <laughs> yep. Okay, how do you spell Hoboken? H-O-B-O-K-I-N? K-E-N, I think. Yeah. I got Hoboken. Hoboken? Hoboken. That's spelled Hobgoblin. Nagobo. I think it's Hoboking. You got Hoboken. Like he's the king of the hobos. Which is actually a very interesting topic, yeah. all on its own right. Yeah, there is a king of the hobos. Yes. So the democracy of hobos? Yeah, that's you more... can't have a democracy with a king. Yeah, feudal lord. Well, <laughs> technically, the the king of the hobos is uh, chosen at a conference of the hobos, which Do hasn't they... occurred for a while. Well, it's kind of hard to get the train schedule to all end up in the same spot, right? Well, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. with all the uh, oil coming out of... Uh, North Dakota and coal. Messing yeah. everything up. Yep. Do you call a king of hobos your majesty? <laughs> oh. There is an entire lexicon that I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's hobo lingo from one of Yeah. Them. I used to know more of the hobo speak, but. <laughs> <laughs> and half of it's uh, um, glottal stops, so it's quite difficult. Glottal <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the rest of, well, about a third. And the rest of it are the words glottal stop. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then there's the harmonica chords mm-hmm. that provide. It's kind of like that movie Mel. Did you guys see that? Oh yeah, Twin yeah. Speed. Big about whatever. Yeah, the chica posed something rather, and you're like, what the crap? <laughs> Well, this is probably going to boil down to about three or four different podcasts all in the same conversation. Oh, interesting. You know what we should do, actually? No, this is a great idea. Hold we, on. We, we are in the ricochet at the moment. We're just all over the place. Oh, yeah. What we do is we do that for an entire year, and then the next year's podcasts are all bits and pieces of the previous year's podcasts. Like, we, we go through all of them and no, find out. Into, all sorted into, like, legit podcasts. Oh, we can and have a release cycle. Yeah. 
<laughs> we could use the uh, commonly used format of a trial to explore the past episodes. So we could, um, you know, now, now we can't speculate temporarily. Like a clip show. A clip show. Well, we could do minor releases throughout the year and then do the major release at the beginning of the year with, you know, new features and, mm-hmm. and bug fixes. Oh. Was that a pun? Uh, <laughs> or both. We could do a patched clip show. <laughs> so we could do a clip show and then release patches to it. Oh, man. I like it. So it's fun. So, but but wait, then the patch do, makes it really fun. We yeah. Release, we release the clip show and then the next day issue an emergency patch to the clip show. <laughs> yeah. This is... Guys, don't listen to the old one. <laughs> oh. Listen to the new one. Oh, man. Somebody's going to steal these ideas. If you, already, if you already listen to that clip show, you're already host. <laughs> you're already host. <laughs> so, our intellectual Definitely. property is at stake. Yeah, it is. Our collective. No, seriously. What property. we just came up with is a brilliant idea. It's like a whole new plot device. Yeah, it is. Wow, man, that's good stuff. That'll keep people coming too, <laughs> as long as the first one's actually, you know, funny. And like all episodes, this ends with us leaving without making eye contact <laughs> for about a week, usually. Yeah. <laughs> Which is difficult in this office. <laughs> yeah, it is. I wish they didn't have me sitting directly across from you six inches away. Yeah. I'm going to go hang out in the broken bathroom stall. Yeah, what Once. is... That, is, that actually is a good... Why is that thing, like, broken? Is someone uh, just like... Well, I have no okay. idea what happened. It's hard to say. <laughs> Brian? <laughs> Someone in this room may or may not be responsible. (laughs) Did you try to eat two meat mountains and then go in there three hours later? (laughs) Three meat mountains. (laughs) You know what? And they got extra breakfast burritos. I mean, somebody had to eat them. Yeah, you're not going to not eat it. Yeah. No, it it just, uh, the automatic flusher just stopped letting any water through. Enough, guys. It just 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 itself closed. Is that related to the hole between the two stalls? The (laughs) zombie drill? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know what you found yourself there. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) They're calling out the drive through window. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh man. That's going to be on the B side. We're going to have to put no toe tapping. In well, there. What, I, what, what I was going to say was um, it's kind of like running a horse until it dies. The flusher unit there, the flushing valve. You know, it'll, it'll give it to, you know, all out. It's 100% and then it just collapses. And yeah. You say that it craps out. Oh. oh, I heard my dad. Now. He's here. Well done, sir. Well done. No, seriously, though, like, I'm just surprised it's taking that long to fix it. Like, really, think about it. Like, they were in there for three hours. Yeah, and this is like well, round I know, three. I know. Well, you know, um, people's time versus, you know, how much a flushing, automatic flushing valve. How much can that valve possibly cost? Versus labor. You know, I. Yeah. Why not just get a manual one? I have no problem. Like, just like a crappy this. job. <laughs> <laughs> just use the shower drain like I do. <laughs> That's what the garbage disposal's for. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I feel like I'm in the dorms all over again. Dude, on that same note, my in-laws, I installed in my in-laws' basement a macerating toilet. You guys know what that is, right? So that's kind of like, don't, don't you find those? Uh, it's like the same unit, right? Like the uh, garbage disposal? That's basically that. That's what it is. You just flip that switch on. And well, it, it's it automatic. Is. Okay. Here's the thing about it. It's, it. And this is because they don't have any below-grade drains. So the basement's kind of like, they did a crappy job. There's no drain in the basement. So, <laughs> dang it. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Whoever built the house... Did a substandard job with the drainage in the basement. Nicely. So there is not one. So so the macerating toilet, part of the reason we put it in is because it will push the gray matter, dark matter, black matter. <laughs> un- what are you eating? I don't know. Red matter? 
Red matter. Yes. Um, gray water. Yeah. Yes. It'll do the gray water <laughs> up and into the drain, you know? So, but the thing is, is it has like a little grinding, macerating unit. But it, the thing is like a freaking... It's, Can it's we get like, a recording of that? Oh, yeah. It is so loud. Oh. It, it's like... It's like... So, yeah. so the, the in-law who's coming to visit, who quietly sneaks away to go to the basement toilet <laughs> and do their business, is going to basically flag themselves for the whole house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's uh, it's automatic. So what it, it's, it's basically once the once the bowl gets too much, the macerator kicks in. And so you're like, you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> oh, oh, that got me. Uh-oh. The funny thing is my kids are definitely afraid of this thing. <laughs> like, and they call it the growler. Oh, like, I'm not going in the growler because it makes a sound like something growling. That'll oh, set back potty training. Nope. <laughs> it's insane. Like, it, yeah, it's insane. And so we... It's perfectly so, fine unless so, you fall in. No, yeah. I'm going to get actual recording of the growler and you guys will see. <laughs> because that's going to be all of our ringtones. Yeah. Well, it's, can we have a boo Zello playing in the background? Well, I'm, thinking if, I'm wondering if the growler is a sound such that if we speed it up and increase the frequency, that it actually would sound like a Vuvuzela. Maybe the growler sounds like a Vuvuzela if you slow it down. Well, maybe that could be the next uh, noisemaker at the Boche Ball tournaments will be the growler. Ooh, that see. could be the third commentator. <laughs> we could just auto-tune it. pump it over the the speakers the coolest thing about the growler is though is is like you're trying to beat it you're trying to like oh yeah let's see if you can handle this you know and like no lie because you're like it seems to take it seems to take no matter what goes in there but you're like one of these days buddy Uh, so do you just show up over at their house and Knock, knock, knock. Like, I've been saving up. Newspaper tucked tucked under your arm. (laughs) Yeah. All sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) I got the meat. Come right in. (laughs) I'm dilated to a three. (laughs) 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 The staff and hip waiters are standing by. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Oh, that's so good. Man, yeah. send me home. I'm not having this on the side of the road. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna make us popular with our wives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no call. way my wife would ever listen to any of this. My but wife it, keeps asking me for the URL. I gave her. I said, well, "Just remember, you asked for this." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, what? watch Chipotle. <laughs>